This is an oral history of the Lord's move in Plainview, Texas in the early 1960s. It's a story of what can happen when a small group of students love Christ and His church and give their lives to God's purpose in a practical way. The following is a personal testimony from Benson Phillips, one of the original students at Wayland Baptist College. He would later become a co-worker, help raise up several churches in the United States, and bring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee to the Russian-speaking world. The next few episodes will give us more details and perspective on all the Lord did through this group of young people in those days. Well, I'd like to say something just a little bit more. Let me just say this as far as in relating my own life. Because I, I love the Lord in the way I love the Lord or whatever was going on in my life, there was a, a factor within me that I wanted to preach the gospel and I wanted to do it in a full-time way if the Lord would ever work that out. Well, when I had come back from my time in uh, Beirut, Lebanon, I came back to my parents' home so I wouldn't have to pay any rent to pay back what I owed, uh, well, which I didn't owe, but I wanted to pay back. And uh, what I did, saints, I was so burdened. By that time, I didn't know about the recovery. And I'd like to tell you this. What I did every morning, I would have a map before me, a map. I started off with a map of the United States. And first of all, I took Texas. That's where I lived. And I said, Lord, use me in this city, and this city, and this city, and this city. And then, as I prayed in that way, I was more bold. And I began to pray for every state. Lord, use me in every state of the United States. And then I enlarged my prayer. And I went to the map of the world. And I prayed over every country. And I said, Lord, use me in every country of the world before I die. And I prayed I think it was about three weeks. Every day, I prayed and I brought these maps before the Lord because I wanted to serve the Lord and I wanted to do something in the Lord's name to carry out His economy. Well, I'm, you know, I'm not 70, but I'm, I'm on the way to 70. You know, I'm not even 69, but I am 68. <laughs> so I'm getting closer. You know, my dad, when he turned 70, he said, well, the Lord promised us only 70 years. And he said, praise the Lord, I've made 70. He said, of course, the Lord promised you a little more, maybe. Anyhow, he left 88. But wow. when he got to 70, he said, the Lord just promised me 70 years, and all the remaining years are just grace from the Lord. <laughs> so anyhow... Uh, I'm getting close to that myself now. I hope to make that at least. Anyhow, uh, saints, I wanted the Lord to use me 
Of course, I still remember the prayers I prayed in. It was in the bathroom. I didn't have any room in the house where nobody was traipsing through except the bathroom. So I just laid that, those maps out in the bathroom, and I prayed to the Lord. I wanted the Lord to use me. And anyhow, looking back over my life, I just got to thinking, how many countries have I visited on this earth? Well, I just enumerated, and I enumerated 60. And I don't know how many I, that uh, I didn't count, but yeah, at least 60. And, you know, I've been thinking about this. I prayed desperately. And I, I hope all of you would pray like this. I don't know how you would pray. I know how I prayed in those days. I wanted to see the Lord use me. And I didn't know about God's economy, but that's what I was praying for. I wanted to be a person that the Lord could use to carry out his move on this earth. Of course, mostly all I knew was the gospel. But still, I wanted to be used by the Lord. You know, I like to tell you, and I've never said this to anybody, but I like to say it to you this morning. I am so happy that I'm in the living stream ministry. And I believe, now whether anybody else at living stream ministry can say this, at least I can say it. I believe that I'm in living stream ministry because the Lord has answered my prayer to use me throughout the entire world. I believe. I believe at least that's some of the answer. All the traveling, I don't think I'll visit every country on the earth. But I can participate with all the serving ones to get this ministry out to the whole earth. And to me, when I see the Lord, I'm going to thank him that I got to participate in this. Maybe the others can't say that that's an answer to their prayer. But I believe that's the answer to my prayer. And today, the ministry of the Word through the Living Stream Ministry is going out to virtually every country mm -hmm. on this entire earth. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, I'm just a, a small member there functioning with others and bearing some responsibility. But of course, we serve together. <laughs> but anyhow, brothers, I feel that this is the answer to the Lord's prayer. I mean, I didn't consider it that way for a long time. But as I've thought back from the many years that the Lord would give me such an opportunity to serve in the living stream and be a part of the publication work, I could participate. And I am participating as much as I can. And of course, more and more, I'm considering I should participate more. But I, I hope, brothers, that all of you would pray in this way. Not in the way that I prayed, but that we would open ourselves to the Lord as serving ones to be used by the Lord and to pray in a way that is so specific to give the Lord the way to use you. You know, since I've been here, I've just been considering, you know, 
We all need to pray. Lord, every city, every hamlet, every place needs the church life. Wouldn't that be a great thing before y'all all all go to be with the Lord? That the Lord has raised up the church life in every place. Wouldn't that be a great thing? You know, I started off with five. That's the first church life I was in. I still remember we got, then we were up to six, then we were up to eight, then we were up to 12. And then before we joined the other churches in Houston, we were up to 27. But little by little, as the Lord increases the church and builds up his testimony, and here are the ones sitting before me right now that should be responsible for this. To see the Lord with other saints, you know, forget money. Money is no problem. The problem is with us. (laughs) The Lord always has a way. And all the dear saints... May the Lord do something among us, and may the Lord use you. And here, let me just continue a little bit more. And that is related to my relationship with Brother Lee. I know there were several times that I received letters from Brother Lee, 1,300 miles away. I remember one day I was coming in, I was a school teacher. And I was coming in to my house. <laughs> I said, it sure would be nice to hear from Brother Lee. And lo and behold, I open up that box, and there's a letter from Witness Lee. And my point in telling you this is, with Brother Lee, he took care of those that were, had, been, had been directly brought in through his ministry. And don't, can you imagine how encouraged I was to get that letter from Brother Lee? You know, dear Benson, and all he wanted to say to me. Well, that was a great encouragement for all of us to press on. And, of course, I had many, I shouldn't say many, but a, a good number of correspondences directly with Brother Lee about certain matters through the years. But I never had the opportunity to work directly. I would like to share this with you. I had had made the decision that anything that Brother Lee would ask me to do, I would endeavor to do it. Because to me, that, that was to follow the Lord in the work. And I wanted to be submissive in the work, And I wanted to carry out whatever the work wanted me to carry out. And I remember the first thing that was a a major incident in my life. I was laying in bed one night. This was when we built the hall in Anaheim. And uh, Brother Lee, the phone rang. I picked it up. It was Brother Lee. And uh, he said, uh, would you come to Anaheim? And would you take care of the purchase of all the materials that we'll be needing on this hall in, at Ball Road? And my wife was eight months pregnant at that time with our, which one, our, our last child. She was eight months pregnant. She's sitting there on the bed, and I'm sitting on the side of the bed talking to Brother Lee. 
And uh, all I knew to say was, okay, Brother Lee, it will take me one week to get there because there's a lot of things i got to do. And he said, okay, very good. So within a week I was in Anaheim. Y'all all know Francis Ball. He, uh, he would always say, Benson Phillips came to Anaheim. His wife, great with child. <laughs> you know, like the King James Version says about the Lord. His wife, great with child. Anyhow, it was worth it to pay any price to carry out the Lord's work through our brother. Anyhow, we came together there at that time. Although we had a lot of fellowship, you know, at the conferences and trainings and through correspondence. That was my first opportunity to serve with Brother Lee directly. Of course, it was a big thing to me. I learned a lot from our brother. And I realized the reason the Lord has used him so much, of course, that he was a gifted man. He was a person in the spirit. But also, saints, he was a person that everything, he did everything thoroughly. For example, one, one day, working on that building, I left quite a bit earlier than the other workers, and I was there getting ready for the day, and all of a sudden, Brother Lee calls, calls me. And he said, uh, Benson, this is what I want you to do today. And, to, and that time, it was to purchase a piano. You know, I can't even find middle C on the piano. But he wanted me to purchase the piano. And he said, how long will it take you? I said, okay. I think I can do it by noon. Find one. Well, you know what? 12 o'clock sharp, that phone rings. I knew it was Witness Lee. (laughs) I had all the information. Anyhow, we purchased a piano. But my point was, with Brother Lee, he's accurate. He's on to the point, his own time, everything. It's, his life was like a clock. And, of course, I've heard the details of the way he served throughout his day. What he did in the morning, what he did in the afternoon, what he did in the evening. But I had a lot of experiences with Brother Lee, especially that year and working. I mean, I, I, I coordinated with him on every detail. You know, what color is this wall going to be here? You know, and we, we went through the colors of paint. And Brother Lee would make a decision. I'd go by it. I mean, everything. He, he, went, he, he got into every detail. It was quite amazing uh, because that's just the kind of person he was. Nothing slipped by him. He got involved in everything to oversee everything in a direct manner. Of course, after that uh, project was over, I went back to Texas. And uh, I would like to say this to you. I I wanted to live in a way that even though there was the distance here, actually there was no distance. To be able to be in fellowship and also to follow what the Lord was doing. I know what was in me, brothers, 
anything that the churches in Texas, in that area generally, anything they did, it was a direct following of the ministry. Everything that we did. Everything that we entered into, everything we spoke, it was directly under the leading of Brother Lee. And, you know, I remember so well Brother Lee, he had spoken in the training in 1987, 88. And one heavy burden with him was the matter of prophesying. And then he began to consider what, uh, how are we going to bring the saints into all prophesying? How are we going to do it? This is the word, this is the revelation, but how do we bring in the reality? And also he was very burdened that we all could live a life with the Lord to be the proper persons and persons that would have the content being brought to the meeting so that the prophesying could take place. Well, he shared this word. What are we going to do? And then he enumerated a few points. And, of course, what he enumerated was the Holy Word from Morning Revival. And so, in Texas, we began to work out a Holy Word from Morning Revival. And in Taiwan, they began to work out a Holy Word from Morning Revival. And we coordinated with Brother Lee. And eventually, he made the decision of how we would... Uh, Published the Holy Word from Morning Revival. And what a great blessing that has been to the Lord's recovery. The Holy Word from Morning Revival. And if we handle it properly, it brings us into the life of Christ. It brings us into some knowledge of the Word. And it enables all of the saints to prophesy. Of course, you know, that's just a small thing, really. As we study the Word and we enter into the Word, but this is something that every saint can enter into and come prepared to speak on the Lord's day. What a great thing this recovery is. And I would just say this is just a show window into the kind of a cooperation we tried to render to Brother Lee. Whatever he wanted to do, we wanted to be a part of carrying that out. And sovereignly, we got to, got to do that. And, you know, many other things. I'd just like to tell you one more particular thing. I know my time is about over. And this relates to the Lord's move to Russia. As things developed, I was in Europe. And then a few of us had the burden to go on over to Russia and pass out publications and things as Russia was opening up. So we did that, and lo and behold, we just walked into a situation that you just couldn't believe, and we brought back signatures to 25,000 addresses from Russia to Anaheim of people that wanted to receive our literature from the Living Stream. They ordered it, and so we brought that back. Of course, you know, we got rebuked because you know what we did? We put all those names in a suitcase and we checked them. Well, praise the Lord, they all made it. <laughs> he said, what are you brothers doing? 
<laughs> this is the way Brother Lee lived. Checking all those addresses, he said, that's a gold. And you just checked it. <laughs> he said, all of that could have been lost. Well, it wasn't, praise the Lord. <laughs> Anyhow, the next day, we gave a report. And then he invited several of us brothers to his home. And I'm just sitting there. I just have enjoyed being a part of that. You know then what he says to me? I mean, this is just out of the blue. He says, Brother Benson, would you go to Russia? And would you take care of this, 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 and this? He gave me five points. There I'm sitting. You know, I had had no thought ever to go to Russia. <laughs> and so then he lists these points and said, will you go? Man, it seemed like an eternity before I got my answer out. And I just looked at him and I said, okay, Brother Lee, I'll go. And so I went. I was there five years. You know, my first thought was, my last child at home, she's a sophomore in high school. What am I going to do with that girl? Well, I got a wife, right? So anyhow, my wife took care of her for three years so she graduated. So I wasn't able to be with my last daughter the last three years of her schooling. But you're not called on to pay that kind of price every day. But sometimes you may be called on to pay some kind of price. And brothers, we have to have the heart and the willingness to just respond to the Lord's call. And you know, my daughter just tell you, you know, how high schoolers are. It wasn't easy to walk away from the family. You know, anyhow, praise the Lord, she got out of high school, and then she went off to college. The Lord arranged something to meet the need of my family. And then, praise the Lord, she finished college, she went to the training, and now she's got three good grandkids. The Lord is so sovereign. And I like to tell you, these kind of sacrifices mean nothing. When it's all said and done. Yeah. The Lord's move means everything. Amen. The sacrifice to move, the sacrifice related to your family, whatever we have to do, brothers, to carry out the Lord's move is worth it. Yeah. And one day we're going to face the Lord. What did we do in all our situations to carry out his divine economy? I'm so thankful that I got to go to Russia. We went there in 1991. Zero believers. Well, no, there were a few believers. Oh, praise the Lord. In five weeks, over 25,000 stood up and prayed to receive the Lord. And over 7,000 were baptized. Have you ever heard of in 10 weeks? Of preaching the gospel, 7,000 were baptized. And 20, over 25,000 stood up and prayed to receive the Lord. You ever heard that about that? I, I can tell you I never experienced in the Southern Baptist denomination where I grew up in. <laughs> never saw such a thing. But I saw it in Moscow and St. Petersburg. That was the Lord's move. And today, praise the Lord, 
in uh, 12 countries of the former Soviet Union, 12 of 15, there are over 200 local churches in those 12 countries. You know, was that a move of God or not? Well, I'll tell you, during that time, I enjoyed a marvelous coronation with all those coworkers. There was no opinions. We just moved together like four living creatures all the time. And I just thank the Lord that I got to be a part of that. And I want you all to have a part in something like that. Next time on Plainview. This is the story of my life. Uh, I, I finally got to marry this handsome young man. And um, we led a very interesting life. We got to move for the Lord about 19 times. And you can just imagine every time he'd say, we're going to move, I'd just say, hallelujah. Do you believe that? <laughs> the tears came almost every time. <laughs>